Yes, people, it's episode 286 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, did I just develop a lisp and stop being able to pronounce my R's there? I said Griff's Brain Dump. <laughs> uh, yeah, how you doing? Sat outside the house. I've just driven back from my sat- my Sunday gig. Uh, my Sunday gig was Latitude Festival, uh, which was fun, uh, interesting, and experience. Uh, I chose to wear a white t-shirt and chinos and uh, some black trainers, completely forgetting that festivals are a dusty pile of crap. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the festival's fun, but it's so dusty. I got there, I was like coughing. I was like, what the f- <clears throat> what's going on? Why am I coughing so much? Oh, yeah, dust everywhere. So I'm going to need a shower. Um, not specifically because it's dusty. I mean... I would have a shower anyway, but I don't have to just just find myself to you lot. Alright, shut up. Uh, but yeah, it's that Latitude Festival. Um, it's cool. I mean, I didn't do as well as I could. What is as a comedian sometimes? You know, when you're in an argument with someone, like a little cussing match, just an argument, and then when you leave the argument, oh man, I should have said that. That's what happens with comedy when you do a gig that's not in the usual setting. So obviously, I was. It's an outdoor. Uh, venue, you're, you, there, there's no roof, so you're on stage, you don't get any bounce back, the only laugh you can hear is like, and everyone sat spread out on their towels, whatever, just chilling out, some people flipping, laying down, drinking a beer, it's all very laid back, whereas the ideal uh, setting for comedy is dark room, small, low ceiling, stage lit up, more than the cra- crowd in the darkness, yeah, no windows. It always it's all about de-individualizing the member in the audience, so then they they become one machine, just one big audience. So when when one of them laughs, they all laugh, and it's like this is what we're laughing at. This is what we're finding funny. We like this guy on stage. That's that's what the ideal for comedy. Whereas when you're doing it at a festival, it's bright, everyone's spread apart. Uh, there's no ceiling, let alone a low ceiling. There's none. Uh, so everyone laughs at whatever they find funny, which is totally fine. But I'm saying to create that rhythm is not great. And also, you can't hear the laughter from the stage. So you come off like, well, that was shit. Then people come around and go, mate, great stuff. Hey, really enjoyed it. Hey, that's really good. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't hear any laughter. And the people said, no, listen, we were sat out there. People around us were laughing. Like, we were looking around. That's my car turning off. We were looking around. People were laughing. Like, they, they were laughing. That was the guys from my agency. They were there. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. They were laughing. Right, right. But in my head, I was like, that was shit. So, so shit. And then when I came off, I was like, I should have spoke more about the actual, you know, event itself. But I couldn't because I wasn't there for long enough to soak it in. In hindsight, what I would do, I'd arrive earlier walk around soak it in really just taking what's going on my observations and stuff and that's what i would have spoke about instead i did that thing where i just rolled in you know went through uh security checks uh then was told oh um so you're you're going on at 10 to 4 and i was like no i'm going at quarter past four like no no 10 to 4 and i was like i thought i was a bit early now i feel like i'm i'm what i'm there yeah, you're the next person on i was like Oh, no wonder Connor from my agency was calling me going, hey, Darren, hey, uh, where are you? <laughs> you know, that you know, that panicked, but everything's fine. Everything's on fire, but hey, don't worry about it. Don't look at that. He, he called me with that tone. 
Hey, Darren. Hey, uh, how, how, where, where are you? Like, yeah, I'm just checking in. Um, just parking the car. Oh, okay, so you're, you're you're here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. No, that's cool. All right, cool. Just let us know. Just let us know when you're when you're here. I was like, okay, why is he panicking? Got so much time. No, time rolled forward. So uh, yes, that's what I've been doing comedy this week. No, it's a lie. On Friday, I was in Shoreham on Sea. Um, Jesus, how am I forgetting this? Friday, what a palaver. So what happened was, um, we had to, we was um, down in Watford to pick up a cake um, for my daughter's birthday. Uh, Lola's cake because that's what the wife wanted. Um, and you can even get it delivered to your house, which was expensive. Or you can deliver it from a deliver it to one of their pickup lockers in different like shopping centres. I like, got one in Brent Cross, Westfield, whatever. But they had one in the Watford Atria uh, shopping centre. And so we was like, yeah, we're going to be in Watford anyway. Um, so cool. So anyway, we uh, go to pick up the cake. I put in the code from the email. Do do do, not working. So I call customer service. They're like, try this code. Boom. Locker door opens. Sweet. What great technology. Opens. Empty. Empty locker. I'm like, um, yeah, the locker's empty. She's like, can you just be on hold? I'm going to call the driver. Now, we're told in the email, you've got to yeah, collect it between 11 and 5. It's available from 11, right? This is quarter past 12. She calls back, yeah, so the driver hasn't actually been there yet. They're really sorry. They're currently stuck in Bushy. I was like, what? They're 10 minutes away. And I go, wait, is he actually 10 minutes away? Or is that just like a euphemism? Like, that's colloquialism. Because, you know, everyone says they're 10 minutes away. But I need to actually know where he is. She said, let, okay, yeah, let me just check again. I was like, oh, right. They said, no, no, he is, he is 10 minutes away. So I thought, right, I can wait for 10 minutes. That's all the time I had because we had to be somewhere else. So it's like, fuck, right. So uh, time's running out. So I called and go, look, I got my, you know, my, 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 I don't know what the male Karen is, but I was customer services. Hey, listen, this is the thing. You said it's going to be delivered. I'm here at 11. Come all the way to Watford. It's not here. You need to deliver it to my house for free today because we need it for a party. And the guy's like, do you know what? No, it, yeah, no, it's totally unacceptable. Just leave it with me. Leave it with me. It's cool. Anyway, so we go off in Watford. Um, to, to our to other um, engagement, and we're there. And I'm I need to head into the office. This is always the plan. Half day, um, working from home. Half day working in the office. So I'm like, right, I'm leaving you two, because daughter's got another settling period at nursery. Again, these are all things I'm going to talk about in the pod. Settling period at nursery. So I was like, cool, right, I leave you with the car. I'm bouncing. I'm going to walk to Watford Junction, get the train. I'm rushing because I need to get a particular train. I'll get the one after, but it delays my journey by, by half an hour. I rush, rush, getting all sweaty. Mr. Train. Fuck. Sat on the platform. Ah, fuck. Mr. Train. I was like, all right, well, don't matter. Speaking to Naomi on the phone, we're just chatting away. Yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. Just chatting away. And then I'm like, right, uh, here's my train. I'm going to get on the train now. And uh, chatting away on the train, literally, as soon as I get on the train, sit down, touch my pocket. Because um, in this time, Naomi sat in the car with Zadie, just chilling out, um, giving Zadie her lunch, whatever. So I'm sat in the car. I'm sat, um, sat on the train, feel my pocket. 
I've got the fucking car key in my pocket. Yeah. I'm on the train from Watford, hurtling towards London, Euston, and I've got the car key. And I call her, and she's like, what the fuck? Where are you? Like, you're going to come back from the train station? I'm like, I'm literally on the train. She's like, fuck. Oh, she's really annoyed. But I'm stuck here. I'm stuck with Zadie. Oh, my God. And I was like, I already know how much I fucked up here. And she's like, it's not your fault. I was like, all right, but I still feel fucking dumb. And it's annoying and so inconvenient. And it was just so annoying. Because imagine you're, you're making a mistake and you're just going deeper into the mistake. There's nothing you can do. I'm on the train, just moving away from Watford. And then I had, so I'm like, right, when I get to Houston, I'm going to have to run back, get back to Watford. I pull into the train station at, uh, at 2.58. Was it 2.58? No, 1.58. It was 1.58 I pull into the train station. On platform 10. On platform 11, there's a train leaving at 1.59. Going back to Watford. Get me there in 15 minutes. Super fast trains. One of the trains are heading out to Manchester. I'm like, yes. Or Birmingham, sorry. So I try to sprint across this platform, but fucking hell, these train doors took ages to open. And I'm in the wrong part of the train as well. Well, I can't just run across the platform. I get there, the lights go off of the train. I'm like, oh no, when the light's off, that means the train's going. Guy just shouting down the platform, can you step back from the train, please? I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. Then I'm back to Watford, eventually. Back to Watford, hand the key, don't even talk to Naomi. She's not mad at me. She's sympathetic because she sees how fed up I am from this thing. I'm sympathetic to her. I say I'm sorry, hand her the key. I'm not mad. There's no argument here. But no, no Zadie's now missed her, her, one of her setting and end days. We're both annoyed because it's just such a stupid situation. Now I'm back on the train. I get to the office and everything's calm again. It's all calm. I'm calm in the office. Got a gig down in Shoreham by Sea. Okay. That, I always laugh at these type of places that are on or by. It's just like no one knows where your place is. You've got to just give them a clue. Stoke on Trent. Ah, right, it's, it's on the River Trent. Okay, I'll look I'll look near there. Shoreham by sea. I guess because there's probably another Shoreham somewhere. But anyway. So I'm there. And I'm, as I'm walking, as I'm getting on the train towards Victoria, it done, dawns on me. Darren, you never have a ticket for this train. You know, you're so used to just boop, boop, just tapping away that you forget i actually need a train ticket here and then as i log into train pal this is a good app where it shows you that you may be able to save money if you split your journey i get on to that app it says hey we've got a discount on rail cards i'm like oh, okay let me get a network rail card because that will just cut my fare so i tried to buy a network rail card guess what doesn't seem like it's going through um, then there's no actual phone reception uh, in Victoria Station. So I'm like, fuck the rail card. I just need a ticket. I buy a ticket. I, I click, I've got a rail card. It's in my head. I'll just buy a rail card later. Try to buy a ticket. Guess what? The flipping little circle thing spinning around. They're saying that, no, nope, uh, payment not accepted after I've done the whole verification thing. Why? My card's expired. I'm like, Damn it. Put in new card details. There you go, little round of things go. I don't know what's happening here. I'm like, this is not working. My train is literally leaving in a minute. I'm on the wrong side of the barrier. I just pull out my bank card, slap it on the reader, for them just get on the train, and I can sort this out 
on the train you know because I've, I've got my card registered so i can just literally go ah oh, look i tapped in at victoria i tapped out victoria don't charge me anything i thought i'd deal with it on the train and then uh it seems like then i look at my emails it says failed payment failed payment failed payment 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 hey welcome to your new rail card and then i'm like what and i look at the train power app and it's like hey there's my train ticket for the train i'm on I'm like, oh that's worked out Fact, that's worked out but i'm sweaty as hell now <laughs> Sweaty as hell. I don't know how I ended up rushing so much, but yeah. I went to Shoreham on Sea, uh, performed to 25 people, spread out in what felt like a COVID safe gig. All three of my gigs this week have felt like COVID safe gigs. 25 people. They did the gig for free. What happens when you give people free tickets? On the day, if the sun's out, they go, fuck that indoor event that I didn't pay anything for. Yeah, then my gig early on the Thursday felt a bit spread out. Um, I realised I spent the first 10 minutes, 10 minutes um, as I was hosting the gig, stood in the dark because there was lighting from behind me and the two spotlights on the stage weren't hitting my face. Guess what? Did anyone tell me? Did they fuck? It was only the, the next act. You came on and went, oh, by the way, uh, you can't see your face. I was like, what? Yeah, this, this, I took a picture to show you. And I was like, thank you. I got back on stage. Custom all. I said, this what? This is a problem with you white people. And they was like, what? I said, look, you're so scared of being fucking racist that you wouldn't even mention the fact that you couldn't see my face on stage. And they just all started laughing. I said, yeah, but I'm going to talk to you. Listeners here, you've, you've had this, right, ain't you? Black people, listen to this. You've had this. You're in a restaurant. You're with your family. And they're like, hey, could you take a picture of us, please? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Because that's, that's no issue there. And take a picture. And they go, go is that all right? And, like, and you ask them, is that all right, yeah? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They give this kind of polite, yeah, 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 it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And you get the picture back, it's just silhouettes. Can't see anyone's face. They didn't turn the flash on. But they're too polite slash too scared to come off as racist to say i can't see your black faces in the dark all right where's the flash on your phone guys maybe we should just take the picture over there where it's a bit where the lighting's better yeah and we just go do what thanks you haven't wasted everyone's time here that means don't be scared listen white listeners black person or black family asks you to take a photo or if you're watching a black person stay and you can't see their face if you're not screaming out oi mate all you can see is eyes and teeth then guess what it's probably welcomed it's probably welcomed if you say hey yeah i can't see i can't see your face let's adjust the light let's move the light in let's move you that's all i wanted yeah that's how the gigs have gone this week just uh just, you know, just good, just good kind of ego curbing kicks. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, this week's been a good week, uh, family-wise, in the sense of it's my daughter's first birthday this week. We had a first birthday party, um, which was fun. Um, which was fun. I didn't want to throw a party. My wife said, you you got to throw a party. It's her first birthday. That's all right. How do you throw a birthday party for babies? 
And she said, Darren, you've hosted enough events now, you must know. I was like, no, 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 I don't. Never hosted a child's birthday party, let alone a one-year-old. If it was up to me, there wouldn't be any party. Or if it was, it wouldn't be for the kids. The kids would be invited, but I wouldn't care about the kids. Well, don't we just have one room that's just full of space for Moses baskets and stuff for babies to sleep in? <laughs> I don't know, but, um, but it's good. Good, but yes, our baby is one year old and she had her first uh, visits at nursery, a settling in days, um, where she got the nickname Little Miss Confidence Standard. Uh, you know, they were trying to reassure me, she'll, yeah, she's, you know, she'll be okay. And I was like, I know this child, this child will be fine. You need to worry about these other kids. That's what you need to worry about. And guess what happens? We're there. 20 minutes in, Zadie's made another child cry. Zadie's only been there 20 minutes. When she arrived, yeah, all the other babies just staring at her all gormously. You know how babies do that? You know, when they're that age. They're just like, just mouths open, just eyes just wide, just staring at the new baby. Just crying with no words. And stuff. Just kind of, yeah, you know I mean, just like a bit zombified. That's what these babies were like. Just normal babies, you know? It's weird, because you see your kid, your kid has personality, right? Because that's just your kid. Same way that, I swear, like, it'd be obvious, if someone else was there watching their kid and all these other kids, they would spot their kids, all the little idiosyncrasies of their child, whereas all the other kids would just look a bit weird to them. Now, that's what it was. Every other person's baby I've met, I was like, they're a bit gormless. I'm pretty sure they think exactly the same about my child. <laughs> But yeah, but uh, Jodie is in. They're having snack time. Zadie's allowed to join in the snack time. Um, and then she's coming away from the snack table. She's had enough. She's playing. And then she, uh, and as she goes away, she sees another kid with a bowl of snacks. So she's like, "Oh, I like those snacks." Zadie just bum shuffles along, yanks the bowl out of the child's hand, grabs a handful of snacks. And just bum shuffles away. Doesn't even look back at the child. Just that's mine. That 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 that's mine. All right. Then what does this child do? Does this child fight Zadie back? Because this child's standing, walking child. Does this child fight Zadie back? No. Does that child go to grab uh the 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 the, the snacks? Because so, Zadie puts the bowl down. That's the funny thing. She snatches the bowl. Grabs the snacks and just puts the bowl down. There's, there's still snacks in the bowl. What does this child do? This child folds like a deck chair. It's just too much for him. Or her, I can't remember. And I'm just like, oh, Zadie, like, what can I do? What can I do at this point? And I'm looking at the woman like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, she's like, she's like it's fine. And there was just consoling the other kid while trying not to laugh. It's going, because it's like, it's Zadie's first day. She's just come in and she just dominated the place. Just stole snacks of one kid, made him cry. She's now in the sand pit. Throwing sand somewhere else. She's pushing a toy off the top of something. I'm realising I'm making my kids sound like a badly behaved child. <laughs> but she's not. She's just, she's just an individual. And she, she's special and she's confident. That's what, that's what it is. She can't do no wrong. 
No, but <laughs> but no, she but she was she's just she's just bright. That's it. She was just you know a bit bit a bit sparky. Just I'm, I'm here. What I'm Zadie Griffiths. This is my nursery now. So no, um, we'll see. We'll see how she's like in the next few days. Uh, but yeah, she seemed to enjoy it. So we can now have that expense in our life. Fucking childcare. Fucking childcare. So yeah, which reminds me, I've got to sort out that bloody childcare account now. Right, which I've done. I just need to put money into it and pay out of it. Right. So that's that's been my week. What's been happening in the world? We had the heat wave. Oh god, I almost forgot about that. that Seems so long ago. The heat wave. Shout out to all you people who said I love the heat. I don't ever see a problem. I'm out inside in it. Shut your mouth, right? Shut your goddamn mouth. Yeah? Like I said, I was Team Jamaica. Always slagged off this weather saying it's not for me. I'm not built for this. And then the heat came and said, You're built for this. You want sunshine? Let me shine the sun in your eye. Let me burn your skin up, you see? I was like, oh, no. This is too hot. You know, it's like when you got a, you're like a, a parent. Your child asks for something again and again. Like, you know, like kids get caught smoking. So you want to smoke? You want to smoke cigarettes here? Here, here's a pack of 20. Smoke all the cigarettes at once. That's what it felt like with the sun. Here's all the sun. Have it all at once. Here. Here's the sun. Take it. Is that I just want I just wanted one bit of sunshine. The ticket all. Just dashed the whole sun at us. Forty degrees. People are like global warming's not an issue. It's it's all right. It's just a little bit of hot. It's just summer. Why we made a big fuss of it? It's just summer. Everything died in my garden. Can't water anything. I jet washed uh on patio right. That shit was dry in minutes i'm talking minutes the whole patio just water evaporated first day right on the monday i got the strategy wrong the the monday what i did i had all the windows open um you know i mean everything just open and all that was doing just letting hot air into the house i swear to god it felt like opening the oven there's one point yeah in the day where I was doing something by a window and I said wait a minute what the fuck is that on my arm I look and it literally was just like a triangle of sunlight that came through the blinds and I was like oh my god it literally felt like someone had just like pressed something against the arm that's how hot it was then I went online saw some people go oh I just had the curtain shut and I was like okay that's strategy for day two. Much better. Curtains, windows, shut. Everything's shut. House, way cooler. We got it right on the second day. But, mate, it was it was a rough one. Sweaty as his out. But, um, yeah. This climate change thing. Like, what are we going to do? It's like... I'm always calling two minds about climate change because the earth's meant to get hotter then it cools down that's what happened before the previous ice age and it's one of those things that is it just a human centric thing where we look at climate change as one something that we can control and two something that we must try to stop because at the end of the day we're not going to destroy the planet as we keep saying if we remove 
all of these of the oil will will, will destroy the planet no no we won't because you know what oil is made of hey do you know what it's called fossil fuels what are fossils bones living organisms that have died guess what's gonna happen when the when the sun gets too fucking hot we're all gonna die and guess what will happen then we have a little ice age yeah when it's too hot because with global warming comes a big old cool down because the earth self-regulates and we will die and guess what happens when we die we'll turn into fossils and guess what our fossils will turn into fuel to whatever survives after the ice age and who will survive after the ice age eskimos and billionaires (laughs) that's who that's who will die I mean, who will survive? Yeah, Eskimos and billionaires, and then these billionaires are gonna be just cruising around the world in their snow planes, just flipping, raping, and pillaging Eskimos. And we're gonna have a new race of just beige-looking people who make it through the ice age. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. All right, I'm telling you. That's my prediction, and you can't prove it or disprove it. I don't want it to happen, but can we stop it? <laughs> That's a wild prediction. I have to admit, if I edited this podcast, I may cut, I would have cut out the bit about billionaires raping Eskimos. But I just, I just, what I'm saying is, the world's gonna go to shit. And is it one of those things that it feels like it's going to shit because we've put ourselves in the centre of it? Because, like I said, the Earth will still be about. Let's say no billionaires survive. No, no, uh, is, uh, is Eskimo even the right word? Inuit? I don't actually know what the word is. Native Canadians? I don't know what the word is. But those guys, the Native K- Canadians, let's call them that. All die. Everyone dies, but the earth will still be here. And then I guess it's just be this weird thing of what records we managed to put down. You know, what records get preserved. And then whatever new wave of people come along. And they just misinterpret every record we've put down. They don't have any of the technology that we have to actually, you know, decipher the information. We have videos, DVDs, MP3s, MP4s. That, That won't mean shit. Unless there is some kind of some human continuation, but that's it. We just disappear. It's like us looking back at dinosaurs, trying to work out well, this is how big they were, and this is how we think they lived. We don't know what race of animal will be there. I guess cockroaches will still be about. Yeah, I mean, all those kind of animals still be about. Um, lobsters, maybe. Yeah, we'll see life. I think they'll be fine. But actually, the water might get too hot and they might die. But cockroaches will be about. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that's just what's meant for us. And selfishly, if it's not going to happen in my life, I think I'm all right. I mean, yeah, Zadie. Um, don't know, maybe it's her generation that saves the world. Maybe it lasts a bit longer than that. I guess it. Let's be honest. It's it's in two generations, isn't it? I'm gonna. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'll, I'll meet my grandkids, 
and I want the world to be good for them. But if it's just a little bit hotter at their age and they're older, I think I'll be all right with it. If it's actually going to flip an end, then I'm like, oi, guys, let's, let's, let's stop this. But if it's going to be a bit hot for them, they're, they're just living through what we're living through, just a bit hotter. They'll be on them. And that's what we do, just pass the buck to the future generations. <laughs> right, let's get the dear dear going because I want to get inside my house, my casa. Um... Alright, let's see, let's see, let's see. Do 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 Please let this be not a cousin cousin. You know? Like, let this be your actual biological, you know, family. Like, say, let's, let's just put some names to say, like, your uncle has kids. They're your cousins, yeah? With his ex-wife. But now, guess what? Your, your your uncle's ex-wife who's your cousin's mum she's remarried and she has kids and they're your age these lot these kids yeah but guess what they're technically not related but you see them because like your uncle and his ex still get on so then you see them so you kind of grow up around them and you kind of call them cousins but you're not really cousins because you don't see them as often as you see your cousins, cousins, but you see these not, you know, when it was your auntie's birthday, because they're there, that's cool, and then you ain't seen them for, like, years, because they're not really family, family, and then ten years later, you bumped into them, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember, remember, I knew you, didn't it, that was, if it's one of them ones, yeah, it's one of them ones, Go for it. Life's short. Life is short. But that's only, that's only why I'm giving it to you, man. And even then. Mm. But if you're actual cousins, if I read this and you are cousin, cousins, like your mums or sisters, and you grew up together, then bonfire. Bonfire. Even if, even though it's le- it is actually legal in this country to marry a cousin, there's enough genetic diversity, a divergence, so, you know, your kid will have the normal number of toes. Anyway, so, <laughs> so um, dear Deirdre, I've fallen for my cousin and want to go public, but she's terrified of our family's reaction. I'm thinking of making an announcement at an unco- upcoming family party. No! Why do you have to go so big with the fuckeries? Why don't you just like chill out? Tell your mum and dad first. Tell a sibling first. Like, just let it creep out like that why it has to be the big bomber clark reaction the big announcement the big party because whoever's party that is you fucked it yeah, we're going to john john and sarah's baby shower yeah and you can't oh did we make the announcement me and Catherine are together everyone's like yeah we know you're together like you're 
You came in the same car. It's like, no. We're bumping uglies. We're having sex. We're in a relationship. Everyone's like, no, you're bloody not. Your grandma just has a full heart attack. Granddad has an aneurysm. Your uncle screaming at you. Your mum going, I told you to keep him away from her. It's like, it's all crazy. Why are you doing this? I don't think they're making an announcement at an upcoming family party in the hope that once everyone is over the initial shock, they'll be happy for us. You're dumb. And she'll and she'll see getting our relationship out in the open is for the best. You're dumb. I'm a 29-year-old man. She's 23. Uh, I, don't know why, I don't know how this makes it worse. I don't know. I don't know what would make it better, but somehow that makes it worse in my head that, like, she's your little cousin. Oh, my God. It's fucking wild out here, man. It's fucking wild out here. Because six years doesn't seem big. And, you know, if they were just strangers dating, that's not a big age gap. 29, 23. It's not that big. But cousins. Listen, when you're 11, your five-year-old cousins can fuck off. I don't want to play with them. Oh, don't play with them, man. They don't, they don't have to play the game. Listen, share with your cousin, innit? Play with your cousin. I don't want to... Oh, he doesn't even know how to play PlayStation. He's messing up the game, mom. Six years is big. Listen, if you ain't going to share with your cousin, no one's playing PlayStation. <sighs> Here, take the controller, man. I don't want to play. I mean, that's a big age gap in cousin age. When you're 18, you're, you're drinking. You're drinking at the family barbecue. This one's 12. Running around. Mash up teeth, going. Does anyone want to play Monopoly? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, we only met three years ago. Here we go. Here it comes. Let's see. If, let's see if you can sway me. We only met three years ago when her dad, my mum's younger brother, moved his family back from Australia. Okay. So you met three years ago. So you were 26. She was 20. Yeah, that's the type of girls you're looking at. All right, fair enough. We really hit off, and all my friends love her because she's such good fun we became a permanent she became a permanent member of my friendship group and even though i didn't let her know i knew i was starting to have feelings for her jesus after one big night out she came back to stay at mine as she had done before because that's what you do you stay at your family's house but this time after i'd said good night and was drifting off to sleep in my bed i felt her climb in and cuddle up to me we didn't say a word I end up having the most intense sex I've ever experienced. Because that's that wrong, wrong sex. I've had wrong sex, but that's the wrong, wrong sex. Now, I, I'm going to admit wrong sex feel good. You know, we shouldn't really be doing this. I mean, I, I've had sex with uh, an ex-girlfriend's friend. And that was that was the wrong sex. But it felt kind of right. You know what I'm saying? It's the wrong sex. Felt right. Felt right though. It's the wrong sex. Not right. It was intense. Now this is that wrong wrong. <laughs> this is that wrong wrong. So man. Yeah. If your socks must have been blown off. We've been seeing each other for over a year now. And are both smitten. Here's the thing. Because it's so wrong wrong. When your family... Your, your love is going to be fueled by how bad your family's reaction is to it. In the sense of, if they all go mad, you're going to just 
there's no coming back. So you're gonna just double down. But this is what we need. This is what we love. We we love each other. If they are super cool about it and don't give a shit, watch how this becomes boring. And watch how it's you lot who then realize this is fucking weird. When they shrug their shoulders, go okay. And then you realise, oh god, we're cousins banging. My word. You know, when something odd happens, like when you find out that your grandma's died and you're both just as upset because it's both your grandma, like, Jesus. When your names are listed as the grandchildren. Ah oh, man. Crazy. Anyway, um, my friends know, and although they were pretty shocked at first, they have now accepted us. I'd like our relationship out in the open so we can get on with life. I'd love her to move in and one day definitely see us getting married and having kids. Golly. She says she wants the same things as me but can't risk her parents cutting her off. She says she needs time to work it out. Um, Yeah, look. I said, it's culturally crazy. But hey, listen, if your feelings are actually real, I said, life is short. I mean, I don't think it's that short. I think you have enough time to maybe marry someone that isn't your cousin. But (laughs) I think you can always find time to not fuck your cousins. Life's never that short. But, you know. If if you feel the feels are real, then boy, do you, my friend, do you? Golly. Um. Right, let's see this one. So quick, my boyfriend can't last in bed, especially when I give him oral sex. When well, just turn it down then. But you're giving him that luck luck five thousand. My man doesn't stand a chance. You know what I mean? It's so powerful that he doesn't even have time to think, where did she learn this? <laughs> giving him the glock, glock. I mean, the glock, glock 5,000. Just turn it down. Turn it down to just, you know, just a 2,000. Just a nice, nice smooth dick suck. Just a smooth one. Just calm it down. But I bet you just... You just just gobble. He just doesn't stand a chance. How long have you been together for? Here's a question. How long have you been together for? You might be giving that new neck. Anyway, let's let's read them. <laughs> dear dear three. My boyfriend can't last very long in bed, especially if I give him oral sex, and it's really making him lose confidence. Yeah, because you're sucking it all out of him. Your confidence is going through the roof. You'll bet you're there going like, I bet I can do this in under 30. <laughs> oh dear how can I help him last longer and to stop worrying about it so much do it at the end why do it at the beginning yeah just you know do your thing make sure he gets you off he doesn't seem like he's smashed do you say especially when you give him yeah especially alright so yeah that's it this is making him you know get you off that gets confidence up that you give it up. Yeah. And then he can just do his thing. Doesn't matter if it lasts two seconds. You're satisfied. It doesn't matter how long I last now. It only matters how long 
I'll ask as a man if you're not satisfied. But if you're once the woman's satisfied, guys, bust out. We don't think quicker the better. What we what we wasting time for? My ego stroked by getting you off. Now I'm just look at the time. Match of the day's coming on soon, so do it. The longest he's lasted is about five minutes, and the shortest is probably about two and a half minutes. Um, it actually doesn't bother me at all, especially as I've dated men who last too long, and that is a bigger problem for me. Yeah, it's all dry. Um, he's 29, I'm 27. Um, we have a good sex life apart from this issue. He won't go to see the doctor because he's too embarrassed. He only lost his virginity a year before getting together with me. How long have you not been together for? Um, you haven't said how long you've been together for. Yeah, look. You're just... um. I said, you just got, you didn't lose your virginity to him. I said, you developed the skills of the UK 5000 and you're blowing his mind. <laughs> blowing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I said, get off first and then just do him after. That's it. Um, right, last one. Pub Widow. My husband spends six out seven nights in the pub only coming home when it's closed dear deirdre my husband spends six out seven nights in the pub he's only at home when it's closed we are both 34 and i've always known that he likes a drink cool uh just like his dad his home life revolves around the pub but i don't know anyone who drinks like he does so you're with an alcoholic it seems a quiet night is five or six pints, and I lose count of how much he drinks on a proper night out. Jesus, what does this guy look like? Because if he's in shape, I don't know how this is working. Because he's 34, right? Like me. Yeah. Um, he says it's his right to go to have a pint, but it is never just the one. He has a night off when the pub closes on a Monday. <laughs> but that's all. The kids and I are just left on our... Ah, he's got kids as well. On our own devices. Left to our own devices virtually all of the time. I'm getting really sick of it now. You need to ask why. Why Why is he down the pub? He should want to be at home a bit more. Are you creating a, you know, an environment where it's just like, fuck this, I'm going to the pub. Is that what it is? Are you creating that environment? He's like, fuck, I can't stand this shit. Go to the pub! And you're just there sobbing. What's happening? What is happening? I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Because, and is he actually down the pub? Maybe he's got another another lady. Maybe the guy doesn't even drink at all. Imagine that. Imagine he doesn't even drink. Because you haven't said he's out of shape. So maybe this man is just going to the gym. And they're showering off at his mistress's house. Gym. Sex. And then shower home. This guy is down the pub, but yet he has put on fucking 20 pounds of muscle. <laughs> He's looking better than ever. His jawline is looking like a fucking DC comic book drawing. It's like, what pub is he going to? He's storming to the pub. He's not there. He's like, Where's Jeff? He's like, Jeff has not been here for years. We were wondering if he was all right. You know what I mean? That's so. That's what he needs. He needs to tap his phone, put some phone locator software in there. Just find out where the fuck he is. 
Or just join him, get a babysitter and join him down the pub. That's what you do. You ruin his fun by turning up as well. That's what you do. Be like, I could be fun as well. Either like, I don't want to go to the pub anymore. Let's go home. And that's what you do. Anyway, people, that is the end of the pod. Um, I've got to sort out my banking because I've got unarranged overdraft because petrol prices is so high. I slapped it on a card and I was like, oh, that's the wrong card. So, <laughs> so I've got to go fix that. Anyway, people, that's the end of the pod. Uh, yeah, peace.